When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I've got, listen boys, I've got to get the quarter to ten train. To Shut on. up then. <laughs> seen the magazine in my life. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's the Football Ramble. Lovely to have your ears. I've got the three sexy beasts with me, James or James, one of them. Hello. Pete's the middle one. How day. And Luke's bringing up the rear. All right. Uh, good to have you chaps, as always. Uh, gentlemen, I've got a tweet from... I'm on Twitter now. Yeah. Yeah. At last. Uh, uh, PCC Han 1981 tweeted... Now, this was in light, of course... Well, not in light. Rooney's had a loss of form for yeah, a little not while. Not just Rooney, though. Torres as well. Torres Joe as well. Cole. I mean, yeah. you could even... Tar with that brush. Thanks. Well, he's wondering who the Ramble Force would choose if they were asked the question, name a player who famously had a loss of form, a sudden dip. Are we being asked that question? That's what I want to know. Form <laughs> you are now, <laughs> James okay, or Jim. Um, I suppose, does it, does it count if they never recovered? Yeah, no, I think <laughs> so. uh, If gonna... it doesn't, then mind, I need to think of another one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, uh, I'm going to go for Lee Sharp. Good um, one. Because it was just such a dramatic decline. You know, he was on loan at Sampdoria at one point. He only played yeah. a few games. He did, or something yeah. Like that. It was yeah. Weird. He came to Portsmouth as well for a Yeah, that's right, of course. I think it was at Bradford as well he was up for a bit wasn't it, it was yeah. it's Celebrity Love Island yes yeah. I, was, yeah. I saw him only a couple of years ago playing um, like a sort of uh, kind of it was England Island Legends at Craven <laughs> Cottage what, it was Lee hilarious Sharp. Yeah. <laughs> and Lee Sharp scored a hat-trick and it's just incredible to think that, I mean, he's only like 32, 33 in that game he, he could easily have still really? been playing if he was playing in the England Island game were you playing as well <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was on the bench <laughs> Alex, Ferguson, Alex Ferguson tells a story of how when he finally st- sorted Ryan Giggs out when Ryan Giggs sort of refocused and yeah. became obviously because him and Sharp were mates they were big mates I think they lived together yeah. and um, there was talk it got rid- I mean Ferguson I'm not sure if it's still the case I imagine it is but he knew all in the city of Manchester yeah, nothing went right. on without him knowing because <laughs> yeah. you know the story about him driving around trying to find Paul McGrath and well stuff. there was a, well, a, a, a those two as well. both Giggs and Sharp wasn't he famously right. he pulled them out of a party it was yeah. their house imagine party imagine that it was their own party he was at a dinner or something he was wearing like the bow tie and all I think yeah he went round yeah and, and he chucked everybody down, out and he sat down with Giggs yeah he did he closed the party down and he, brilliant and he, is that he's, wor- he's mm. worse than the police yeah. <laughs> the Terminator 3 was notoriously a bit rubbish and they should have just got him as, as the next <laughs> yeah. Terminator because that would be terrifying yeah. yeah but yeah I mean it's interesting that um, Sharp and Giggs are similar ages because it just it, it's such a quite similar players in a way as well and such an interesting yeah. parallel between them that Giggs took it so seriously and Lee Sharp just seemed to just let it sl- well, slide well Ferguson said he couldn't get through to Sharp so Giggs yeah. really picked up his game obviously and, and sorted himself out but Sharp wasn't any what? of it and he sold him re- pretty soon after what that what was that thing yeah. do you remember um, that he, someone emailed yeah it's, he, he's, he had a fan club didn't he Lee Where? Sharp yeah 
you'd come round his house and he'd do a barbecue or something mental like that. Did he not like send out a, a monthly cassette or something? That's right. <laughs> which was was him talking like just what he's been up to. His and brother that. ran it, I think. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. That's, right. Right. yeah. yeah. that's how the rumble weird. started. <laughs> Passed out cassettes. Is that yeah. a new low running your brother's fan club? Yeah. <laughs> Especially if it's a younger brother. <laughs> anyway, a uh, good one, James Pete. Uh, isn't we- actually isn't Wayne Rooney a Wayne Rooney impersonator? That's a new his law. Brother, That's his brother's that. a Wayne Rooney impersonator. Yeah. Maybe it's his brother playing now. <laughs> <laughs> He's just having a bit of time yeah. off, yeah. smoking on the continent, yeah. having uh, a wee in the street. Yeah. <laughs> Did anyone else like noticeably wince when Rooney said, "No, I haven't got an ankle problem." Mm. Oh. Oh. I think you were briefed that you have, <laughs> <laughs> and you will have tomorrow. I <laughs> <laughs> got but Pete. Uh, so I'm going to go for uh, Thomas Brolin. Oh, yes. who is only forty. <laughs> oh my god! Seriously, he should only be. He could, should only have retired about five years ago. Really, no, yeah. but, uh, that is crazy. Leeds have ruined a few players. <laughs> <laughs> they still are, arguably. It's yeah. where it's got to just be even worse. They, oh, we'll check. Maybe there'll be a. Oh no! Should we have an honourable mention to Robbie Fowler as well? Indeed, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry, well, yeah. I mean, well, it, uh, to be fair, it was starting long before he got to Leeds. To be fair, with uh, he, he broke his foot just before ni- before ninety six in an eating was. accident. He had, he had a decent, really decent uh, ninety four. But then he, was, he played at World Cup 90 yeah. yeah And then Palmer bought uh, Aspria Stoichkov and Zola And he just couldn't get back well, In the not team only, not only he that. broke his foot In Euro 92 They ripped England to pieces Yeah they did Oh and then, of course The famous goal And the famous commentary Yeah From yeah. Brian Moore I think it was Where he did, he did a version Of Dolly Parton's Jolene Where he yeah. went Brolene Brolene yeah. Darlene Brolene Not quite as Methodical <laughs> as that But I get what he, you're saying When he played for Palmer Against Arsenal In the, uh, the Cutman's Cup he was, he was just a devastating player And he looked, looked a real handful And a real threat <laughs> Score that night, did he, James? No, cup, cup winners, cup winner, winner, cup winner, cup winner. <laughs> <laughs> Never know when to stop when you say that. No. Cup winners, cup winner, winner. He won something. Thomas Brown, very good one, Pete. Luke, what have you got for us? Cast your minds back to the Merseyside derby at Goodison Park uh, in 1997 98. Who scored an amazing solo goal? What can Chelsea's? Danny Kadamatari. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Um, massive. Yeah, I mean, it's not more. It's less of a dip in form to more of it's a dramatic fall from grace. Yeah. It has been a dip in form, but it's gone on forever. Yeah. <laughs> because he, he, he went. I think he went on loan somewhere and he went on loan to. Um, to Bradford, I think. And he, he yeah, ended he up signing for them. Um, he was at Grey's Athletic at one point. Oh my goodness. No, Isn't he at Motherwell now? He's at Dundee United. Dundee. He's got, he, to be fair, he's doing okay. It's good to see him, though, still playing the top division. I know the SPL isn't the dizzy hearts of sort of Merseyside derbies, mm. but still. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, but don't forget, I mean, he came out sort of not long after Michael Owen, and everyone was talking mm. about him in the same breath for a while. He yeah. had a great season that season, and he's never replicated it since. And there was a couple of incidents with the police, wasn't there, where he got. He got um, he got in trouble um, suspicion of perverting the course of justice and stuff like that and his mm. career never really recovered and he just sort of ambled along from one club to the next I mean think about it though you, 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 comparisons could be drawn with him and Jody Morris yeah because yeah. Jody Morris uh, you know the, the guy I know who used to play for Chelsea youth at the same time said Morris was frighteningly good yeah. he would take the piss out of the other teams and he was amazing but, but off the field I think Kadamatri had a lot of problems off the field as well mm, Yeah, and unfortunately yeah. he couldn't quite do it at the top level again yeah, so that's mine and I'll, uh, I'll take the points gratefully well we haven't <laughs> had mine yet oh, um, yeah. uh, now I'm going to go for one which is he he had a dip and then he's, he's kind of come back Petr Cech yeah mm. yeah 
Yeah. He did get his skull collapsed though. Yeah. No, no, but still, he did. Which have is the la- last part of your body you want collapsing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he did have a, a dip though, and of course, his mistake really cost the Czech He's Republic. Got a dip in his head now. In, yeah, <laughs> at, Euro, <laughs> at Euro 2008 mm. um, against Turkey. You can't buy a helmet for form. No. No, you can't. <laughs> form helmet. And on that note, I'm going to have to give out the points. Was it Stephen Hunt who dropped the knee on it? It was yeah, because, yeah. as we've we've noticed, Stephen Hunt c- can't slow down. No, exactly. If he scores a goal, he ends up in the net. <laughs> I haven't yeah. seen it for ages just because he's running. Running, yeah, still. Yeah. What are you running from? I saw him score actually at uh, Stamford Bridge. Hull, the first day, first game of the season before they went down. Mm. Well done to him. Yeah. And to James or Jim, who's got the points. Yeah. Yes. James or Jim. Lee Sharp, indeed. Yeah. Uh, well, let's talk about Rooney then. Manchester United drew two all at home to West Brom. Rooney looked a shadow of the man that Wait, we knew like last he season. He came on late, didn't he? He did, but I think it was, was Alan Hansen was pointing out that every time he got the ball it was just sort of bouncing off him, I think Hansen's words were. Yeah, that, that seems to have... Um, even at the World Cup it seemed like that, didn't it? And it's, it's been a long... I didn't realise how long it had been since he scored. It's, it's oh, absolutely no, no, for Manchester United yeah, from, from, open United from play. Open play, yeah, but... It's March. March? Yeah. Yeah, because he's, he's obviously netted for England away to Switzerland. Yeah. yeah. From he's, he's but not yeah, you're right. He's excellent in that game. That seems to have been the one game where it... This dip... Just didn't seem to affect him. That, well, that was straight off the back of all the, the allegations, or not allegations, whatever it was about his private life. Yeah, mm. we, we saw. I, I mean, I mean, even moving away. Well, I'm sure we'll talk about England Montenegro a little bit later on. But him against uh, just him, just lofting balls to the wings and stuff constantly. Yeah. Really easy to defend, and it just seemed. It seemed at time Capella said to him, "Just start running at players." And he looked a completely different player. If he mm. just does that for me, doesn't he? Drop as deep as he as he was yeah. against against the. Uh, he was dropping very deep to put the ball out. Gerard was playing very deep as well. Well, he was forced to because uh, you didn't want Gerard in a striker's position when Rooney was behind him and like <laughs> yeah. like, like doing like a Macaulay sort of thing. It was bizarre. It was right. Very very strange. Well, against, he's um, obviously suffering with form. Right? Yeah. Well, and he's uh, sorry, not form. So obviously suffering from form, but he's obviously uh, suffering from a problem with confidence and, and yeah. everything surrounding him. It's really affecting him. Well, the the the, the rumours. I think I think they're still rumours at the time. Recording that he's not signing a new contract. Mm. Yeah, well, it, it's just, it seems to be sort of almost like a, maybe a dangerous game of brinkmanship for yeah. Rooney because I've not seen any quotes from him, but it's this yeah, is so right. widely reported. It's, it seems like there's obviously something to it. What I love it's, is it's one sorry. It's it's just um, I mean, what do you guys think? I I, I can't see him leaving. It, I, I really think no, I Ferguson can't. will get him get him straight, and it might be that he's just trying to sort of barter for like an improved yeah, I, I, deal. I, I they're offering just, him a lot. It is just a, it's like 150 grand a week. Isn't yeah. it? It, it's a bargaining mm. chip that I think was just has just been so widely reported because it's become a weird time. Yeah. And to be honest, with his form as it is now, his probably his um, bargaining and his sort of discussions regarding a contract probably not in the best position yeah. really to, to talk from. Well, look at your form now. Why should yeah. we give you? That's why I don't think it is. That's why I don't think it is a bargaining chip because it normally more often than not those sort of things happen when players are playing the best mm. form of their career and, and then they say oh yeah well look how good I am but I might leave and then they get more money I yeah. actually think that Rudy does want to leave and I think he might leave well, I mean, the, 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 the reports are that it's a falling out between he and Ferguson aren't they which is you know, obviously we've seen it happen before and these players get moved on etc well, don't tend to last long if that's the case Ferguson, yeah, yeah, right, absolutely. Yeah. Hmm. But I mean, look, looking at the position United are in now, they need Rooney, and they need the, the, this the Rooney it. of last season. The difference is when he got rid of Beckham. You know, he he kind of could when he got rid of yeah. Van Nistelrooy. You know, th- these are guys who are m- much more in the sort of late twenties, approaching thirty. Yeah. Mm. And Ferguson's maybe looking at a new direction. You know, with Beckham, he was thinking maybe more Cristiano Ronaldo. I, I forget. Beckham the, wasn't that old, but yeah, Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. Yeah, but was, do you see yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And and but 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 Rooney's different. Yeah, you know he won't want to get rid of. He said himself when they sold 
Cristiano Ronaldo to Real or before he went he said we sold them Van Nistelrooy and Beckham because we wanted to mm. yeah. he won't want to sell Rooney Absolutely. to anybody and that I mean obviously Rooney is in there uh, Rooney he spent so much money on Rooney when he was still very young because he was he's meant to be the linchpin of this this last great side that Ferguson's building perhaps yeah. at last I mean we, we, he may go on forever who knows but like, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah as you say he, he won't want to sell him and that will undo so much work he'll have to dramatically rethink his, his entire squad and his sort of his sort of long term plan without Rooney yeah yeah, and they drew two all at home with West Brom. Another good result for West Brom. I know they were fortunate with the goals, but they've, they've been brilliant. They? They really I, feel, I feel bad for West Brom because whenever they get a good result, everyone Absolutely, just goes, oh, yeah. the other team are rubbish. Yeah, but yeah, why were yeah. they so rubbish? <laughs> no, don't, yeah, don't disrespect them. I know Van der Sar had an absolute schoolboy. Oh, yeah. did you hear Lineker's pun at the end of what, Match of no, the Day? No, what did he say? Edwin Blundersar. Oh, dear. That doesn't even work. Is he yeah. trying to get a bit You've of had all show to think that up, <laughs> and you've probably got writers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is, yeah. he, is he sort of trying to get the, the does he sort of look at the um, the Sunday show and just think that sounds a little bit more fun doesn't it <laughs> <laughs> it's a bar- you saying that pun's a bargaining chip yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no no I don't think it is a bargaining chip <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how it works is it Colin James? Murray eating a big packet of Doritos Colin, yeah. Yeah. but and I love that he had to it and the joke and he had to get it out of frame somehow and he kept crunching it and I was just like is it just Oi. Take it out your mouth while the image is on. That's a bargaining chip. Nice. <laughs> 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 That's how you do a pun. Yeah. Yeah. Got there in the end. Is He's that like a bargaining chip yeah. for you to yeah. get on yeah. to yeah. too? <laughs> He's not even being paid, Lunica. <laughs> yeah. Look at that. Um, yeah, I, I liked how they uh, they couldn't show the Doritos face on yeah. because of the logos and stuff. But there's a logo on the back. It's just utterly futile. <laughs> yeah. Colin Murray giggle hour I call that yeah. <laughs> Colin Murray shit hour Ooh. oh no, he's actually not that bad I like Clough I don't, yeah, I don't <laughs> like him resorting to rubbish jokes and the visual game I, I, just do the shit show do you I, was saying, I was saying to Jim before the show, I was just I was saying well if Match Day 2 was launched uh, a few years ago as a sort of irreverent sideways yeah. glance at yeah. uh, football <laughs> but it just wasn't it was still no. just naff all football and mm. Gabbing on about now and and Adrian Childs, <laughs> but now it's just kind of like oh god, well, just, it, it could, it's just Dima as well. Man leaning across yeah. to have a crisp. It's just as, as well. Oh. Charles isn't there because all these good results West Brommer having, he'd be unbearable. <laughs> well, Dixon was gutted when he gave when, when he had those crisps. He looked like he wanted to absolutely smash him in yeah. the face, <laughs> especially when Dilly Hammond took yeah. it and Dixon felt like genuinely yeah. betrayed. What are Don't you get involved? Yeah. What are you doing to my career, yeah. Colin? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it could get a lot worse uh, if they yeah. carry on in this thing. It'd be like Colin Murray with Alan Shearer and Jack White. Hall. Eating I mean? jam on toast. Yeah. Jack, no, Jack Warner and Jack White. <laughs> would be would be the um, Jack Bauer, the pinnacle of that. Um, Other assorted Jacks. Bauer. <laughs> Wrong with you. Jack Charlton Anchory. Um, uh, Aston Villa nil Chelsea nil. Mm. Um, I was playing pick live during that. Mm. Won a couple of jackpots. Didn't you? You, you went on to Pick Love, the, the Football Ramble Pick Love site. Yes. And you basically took all our listeners' money. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next day for the, for the Scouse Derby, mm. Merseyside Derby, in case mm. you. Um, it was uh, Everton 2, Liverpool 0. Three jackpots in a row, hat trick boys. Wow. Honestly, Early I intentions. Got, I, got a, I think I might I think have we done found two jackpots and third on one. <laughs> yeah. I, I did um, Blackpool, Man City, which was an excellent game. Yeah. Charlie Adam was incredible in that. The good yeah. thing with Pick Live is it really, you do see how much players do yeah. if, like, when they're just racking up the points. It's, yeah. He was absolutely so, superb. Because so, obviously you've got the chat feature on there, and uh, one of the, the good listeners uh, said to everybody, Harry, we can't let Marcus win over us, he'll never stop going on. 
on about it. Yeah, and, and it's, Spot on. it's happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The nightmare is real. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I came. Um, I've done two games. I've done the big game, and I've come rock bottom out of oh, the big game. game. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. uh, where can people play this awful game? <laughs> <laughs> where Marcus takes all your money on the yeah. internet? Yeah. <laughs> so Footballramble.picklive.com. Yeah, yeah. Um, get involved. But yeah, a useful point for Villa. Seriously, get involved. It's fun. No, it really is. It's yeah. fun. It really is. Um, Villa, useful point. There's literally home. not an ulterior motive here. I'm going to I'm going to talk about Villa. <laughs> um, Sorry, yeah. No, on. I'm not actually. We're going to talk about Chelsea because uh, okay, point there, um, but. Perhaps uh, different news. Well, it is different news. That Chelsea have signed an eleven-year-old from Northampton Town, mm. Michael uh, J- Jassy. Go on, well done. It's got there in the end. <laughs> well, yeah, eleven-year-old. Um, yes, yeah, disgusting. Would you I say? Don't, I, I don't <laughs> well, it does happen. It, I mean, yeah. Jack Wilshire moved to Arsenal when he was very, very young. It's just, I, I don't know, maybe whether it's because it's Chelsea, it's been reported a lot more. Yeah. It, it was just one adjective I threw out there. Yeah. <laughs> I, re- I read um, a really interesting story a while ago now, not related to this. Um, well, it's related to this, but not this specifically. Um, about how there was a study done, I think it was some like Scandinavia or Holland or something like that, and it looked at pl- uh, boys um, playing with their friends and kids playing in academies. Uh, from a very young age and it actually came out and said that it's really really beneficial for the boys to be playing with their mates mm. even if their mates have got no chance mm. of making it because they're much more relaxed they're confident they, they yeah. enjoy playing yeah. their football and then when they get to 15 or maybe at 14 they then coached. they go into the academy because yeah. apparently it's a lot of what, also what's happened is a lot of clubs are hoarding players yeah. I mean I know Portsmouth for a fact who aren't a, you know, who aren't a big club by any stretch of the imagination are hoarding hundreds of kids so you go down to Portsmouth now and you speak to people and their cousins or whatever at 11 and they're playing oh yeah he plays for Portsmouth yeah so does 600 other kids yeah, 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 do you yeah, feel yeah. it's and almost like, and it's, and it's like sorry you start playing the percentages. Well, it is, yeah. But, and, yeah. And, and I know that Liverpool are one for that as well. A lot, yeah. a lot of beer clubs are even worse. And, they, and Arsenal's li- um, actual squad, when you include the under-21 players and stuff, is about 74, was it, in Amsterdam? Obviously, that's without all yeah. the youth, youth setups and stuff. With the bigger it, clubs do, do just like rinse the catchment areas. With all the kids, I mean, it, it, you, legally you can't offer them money, so it's, you know, win-win for the football team. Do they really? offer them sweets? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> apparently, I was reading a football two <laughs> a couple of months ago where a scout, a notable scout, actually said that he wouldn't go into details, but... An eight-year-old uh, somewhere in the country, some Premiership team was apparently uh, giving them like a grand a month or something just for them to play football for this sp- specific Smith, team, yeah. and it's enough. It's enough to keep the parents interested, put them in a fund for. It's incredible. For the kids. I, I mean, going back to what you said, Luke, about it's important for them to play their mates, uh, play with their mates before um, and hopefully being in an academy. Someone. I forget who said it might have been Sid Lowe, and he said, you know, Messi is like the ultimate street player. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean by yeah. that? And it's and it's true. And they're, they're the kind of things, as you say, when they're more relaxed playing and, and they pick up all these little kind of footballing idiosyncrasies almost. Mm. Yeah, well, Messi's a perfect example as well of another yeah. one who moved very, very young. That's where you get it from, you know. Mm. Well, look at I mean, look at all the kids that have been in, in academies for absolutely ages. People like I don't know, Scott Parker and, and yeah. stuff. They're all sort of they, they, they can play football, <laughs> but I mean, they, they're sort of um, they have all of their flair drilled out of them effectively yeah. Yeah. because they're all about drills effectively yeah. yeah when you are at like 11 years old you really want to be playing for fun don't you because if yeah. you go there as an 11 year old it's going to be such an intimidating thing and it's almost going to make it feel like a job straight away yeah. but just... also though with such money in the game people will you know parents will want their sons to become professional footballers you think bloody hell if he gets up you know that amount yeah. of money we're all set come on you're the real hope and you say it puts enormous pressure w- yeah. with the um, Scott Parker advert you know, the T Jimmy thing the McDonald's one yeah why do they call him Jimmy just use his real name 
Well, he's, he's an actor, isn't he, in that advert? True. It's not he's a narrative, though, is it? It's not as though he's got a different name. Just yeah, call him Scott. Scott sounds like too much. You've got, you, like, they're effectively <laughs> saying, you've got a Big Mac coming. It sounds too. Scott. Yeah. It, I wouldn't, if I was a director, I wouldn't use the word Scott, that's all. Yeah, it, it just sounds too much like you've got. Why Jimmy, though? Well, I don't. Why use his real name? Is what I'm saying. It's, yeah, it's use his real name ten years it's ago. A, it's fictional. <laughs> years ago. It, he's a fictional boy in that advert. Yeah, fictional. Boy. What a player, T. Scott Parker. It's just what? weird. You don't have to use his surname. It's too formal. Yeah, but you can like, you just give make up a name. It's Call fine. him Parky, and we're done. <laughs> um, Everton beat Liverpool two 0 It did. Yeah, well, it's good to see. Um, there's no reaction from Liverpool fans knocking about. I will make an argument that reactionary <laughs> Liverpool fans have hamstrung Liverpool not winning the title for 20 years as much as any manager or owner <laughs> I don't know about that I think th- I think what they have done though is make people enjoy <laughs> Liverpool <laughs> failing a lot more <laughs> the thing is, I mean, look, I, all, what I mean let me put that into context what I'm saying is look, you, if you know anything about football which presumably they all do that you know you don't just look at the manager yeah, for yeah, me yeah. I don't understand why they're just permanently railing against Roy Hodgson over and over again when anyone can see there's massive circumstances Dad, yeah. ownership <laughs> players you know, Fernando Torres is their best player he's injured he's been injured I would argue for the best part of six to eight months yeah. Heitinger you know. had him in his pocket all game you know he's injured and then. he's not that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. he's not a good footballer you, you, you boys I mean, maybe I'm, I'm overstating the case slightly but you'd all at least agree there are extenuating circumstances why this Absolutely, happened yeah. I mean, and it needs to be put in perspective they can't they're not in a position where they can compete for the title at the moment and no. that's um, just, Europe at the minute yeah I mean, but uh, obviously Joe Cole's I mean, he's not had the impact people would hope and stuff. You look at that squad. I mean, we've, we've said before on this on this podcast. Compare the Liverpool squad to Spurs squad. Spurs is yeah, streets ahead of it. I mean, a long, long way. Even one of their better players, Liverpool, was Ben Ayun, and they got rid of him. Yeah, or well, they got rid of him. Choice. They sold. But, you know, the is problem it, with buying very, very expensive, high-profile players is they want to play week in, week out. Yeah, absolutely. And if you're going to spend, if you're going to spend twenty million on a player, you need to start playing them. Yeah. And, and people, they're not happy with sticking on the bench, so they go, and yeah. that's the problem. They should never have got rid of Voronin, should they? Luke? No. <laughs> but the problem is, though, Jim, do you not think that um, <clears throat> if he was the right manager for the job two months ago? Why is he not a right manager for the job? No, well, you've got to I, give people I time. Think, yeah, absolutely, I completely agree with you, but I think from the Liverpool fans' point of view, that this is a, a crisis, isn't it? Probably the worst a lot of them will have seen Since in Shankly. their lives. Since like, Shankly, ever, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I can, can kind of understand how you, that would make you very sort of emotional about the situation, but I, I completely agree they need to give them a bit more time. And there are extenuating circumstances, which hopefully, for their sake, will sort of calm down now, what with the no, new owners coming in. But it just it, that was so undignified, the way that Hicks and Gillette just kept trying to just... It was almost like they were trying to get the club docked points yeah, as yeah. like a sort of like, fuck you to the, yeah, to the yeah, fans yeah. just awful I'm not I'm, yeah I'm, I'm in no way in favour of, of what Hicks and Gillette did and, they, you know, and the thing is they were, they did lose a bit they lost, oh, they lost hundreds of millions yeah, yeah, of so dollars you, yeah. you sort of on one hand you do sort of want to be a bit balanced about it but you know I can't I can't condone what they did I, I just think that I Hodgson for me I rate him as a manager some people may not but I don't think he goes from being a good manager to a bad manager in two months for God's sake and to be fair he, sorry Pete he did say after the game I think we played well I think that was our best performance yeah, I, so I don't know where he's getting that from yeah. <laughs> they had won a game this season <laughs> which was certainly better than that do you think he's maybe saying that more for the players point of view yeah maybe he's protecting them know, but, yeah. to try and say I mean you know I, I mean you know I rate Hodgson but is this a little bit too much for, I mean you look at Liverpool and you think it's, it's a huge club with a huge history and 
perhaps they want a huge personality mm-hmm. or one of the, or one of their own, like Dale Gleeson. I don't disagree with that, Marcus. But you got to remember, two months ago, two and a half months ago, when he took over. No one would touch that club with a barge pole. Yeah. Yeah. No one would touch it. They couldn't get anyone in. They didn't know that Hitch and Dillette were off. Well, then there was a lot of debt. There were a lot of trouble. There was no white shine, night and shine number on the horizon. And Roy Hodgson was the only man who said, "Look, this is a huge club. I can't turn this down. They're a national institution. I'll mm. do my best." And I think he deserves a bit of credit for that. And they're right, right. they're not right. having a great start. You know, they've got what they got like the nineteenth, they're eight games in the their joint bottom. I know that, but the, the league isn't lost. In, in November or October no. you know there's still a lot of points to be played for mm. and there's nothing to say that now this hasn't all blown over there's nothing to say with that squad if you can get players fit and get them confident they can't get up into top 6 or 7 I, I genuinely believe they can no, do I'm that I'm sure they yeah. will I mean look at Tottenham a couple of years ago when uh, they were there in a similar position like, under but, Ramos but, yeah. yeah but a lot further along and they still turned it around and they had a really strong finish when Redknapp came in and I don't know maybe it even will take a change but I, I, I don't think there are people that genuinely seem to think Liverpool are going to go down which is just crazy yeah uh, um, well, a team that did go down and now they're back up. Newcastle. Mm. Yes. Uh, Zombia. No, nearly murked them. He did. Charlie Charlie and he, was, he was given a lot of space. Let's two say. great goals. Yeah, yeah. yeah, two actually. His yeah. second was an absolute ripper. Yeah. I knew he's a type of man to celebrate against his former oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And try harder against <laughs> yeah. That's right, yeah. yeah. You don't expect too many more goals yeah, exactly. for the rest I'd of the be, season. I'd be upset if I was a Wigan supporter because they don't see that. He's been good this season, but yeah. he's not been in the tail end of last season. But he's not been, you know, he's mm. not played like that. Um, <laughs> what do you think about Andy Carroll going to live with uh, Kevin Nolan? Yeah, I mean, do, you want, can, do you want to explain this story? This is nuts. I think I'm going to just leave that let that linger it for a bit one thing I'll say is can the judge do that yeah <laughs> I want to know what Kevin Nolan thinks about all this yeah. Pete sh- do you care to well uh, he, he's got in trouble he's reportedly done some things uh, around somebody else's house reportedly 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 but and now uh, his punishment is t- to be fair he's already got a court date in the next couple of weeks anyway, granted conditional bail so he's been granted conditional bail as long as he spends his nights at uh, Kevin Nolan's but house. has Kevin but Nolan got like chaperone him then well, Does Kevin Nolan even know? But Kevin Nolan's, no, but Kevin Nolan's got a family, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, a d- but a day before a match, he doesn't have to stay at Kevin Nolan's house, which is weird. But, but Kevin, Kevin, Kevin Nolan lives closer to the, to the, the girl in question than he does. Is he? Is yeah, it, 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 it's, it's like a 15 minute walk, apparently. <laughs> so, we, uh, does the judge know Kevin Nolan? He thinks he's a good family man, it's a good family unit going on there. <laughs> Go around there and learn. No, his farm was good last season, so uh, <laughs> he, he did I, well in the championship. I just imagine in my head the phone ringing at Kevin Nolan's house and he, hello? <laughs> What? You what? <laughs> what? Ding dong! <laughs> yeah. What's happening here? Oh, he's hammered. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, he wasn't coming through the window. Is he going to gonna, is he gonna be escaping at night? <laughs> <laughs> it's very <laughs> odd. It's very odd. He can stay overnight when that Newcastle playing away, <laughs> which is uh, <laughs> which is good news all round. <laughs> I think mm, really. for, for the Nolan. Like, give Mrs. Nolan a day off. Call <laughs> Nolan a day off. In the Championship, uh, the big story that's just broke: Gordon Strachan has parted ways with Middlesbrough has he been sacked or was he no quit? he walked he walked again again he, anyone who said that Chris Boyd was a brilliant signer for the championship must be an idiot which one of you was it I know it was one of you it was all of us wasn't was it, it? Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, think, uh, I think we all thought that. Yeah. Gibson's basically said that uh, it's to Strachan's credit that he did walk, and to be, I, I kind of agree with him because he could just stick stick it out and just get that few million in his pocket. It's a worse start for a long time. They've not they've not done well, you know, but when you when you tune up at home to Portsmouth, you don't win. <laughs> Alarm bells! Come back, yeah. Gareth! Come back, Gareth! <laughs> all is forgiven. <laughs> hey, I've got an email. Oh, good. It's over here. I lost Woo-hoo. it for a minute, but then I saw it again with my eyes. Uh, this is from Will Donovan. Oh, this is this is concerning the championship, I believe. Uh, I believe so. Yes. 
Uh, Ramble Foss Hall. Oh. Mm-hmm. Having just spent four years as a student in Norwich, I've adopted them as my second team, as is my want. And Norfolk oh. often more than lives up to his reputation for having some interesting supporters. Uh, the Norwich fans have an affectionate song for winger Simon Lapin. Lapin? 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 To the tune of London Bridge. Simon Lapin. King of Spain, King of Spain, King of Spain. Simon Lapin, King of Spain. He so- looks Spanish. <laughs> I like that. Weird. Glasgow born Lapin is hardly a dead ringer for Xavi or Villa, but it gets a rendition every time he goes for a corner. Having just looked at his wiki, it outright claims that Lapin is a member of the Spanish royal family, namely the King. Uh, <laughs> at home games, a few fans have taken to bringing Spanish flags and waving them at him, that showing, is so weird. showing that Norwich is not afraid of multiculturalism. <laughs> Well, also, whilst at the game versus QPR at the weekend, I confirm I can confirm that the QPR sombrero man has kept his season ticket for another year and was a great source of amusement to the City fans in a fairly chance-free game on Saturday. Nothing hugely new to report, but he grinningly produced several vuvuzelas from a bag and started handing them out to nearby children at one point. Glad I was able to see him in the flesh and glad that he finally got to see a proper crowd at Loftus Road. Love the show. Keep on rambling. Will Donovan, thank you very much for that. The sombrero man at QPR... Son listens to the show. Yes, that's true. Because he emailed in. Oh, um, that. We had a good result at QPR because it was nil nil, and um, obviously QPR are absolutely flying. But yeah. Norwich are doing alright. They're yeah. third or something. Yeah, Norwich are indeed. But I was just, just on the Strachan thing. I mean, yep. it, it, it turned out to be the nail in, in Strachan's coffin. Not literally, he's not there. But um, Luciano <laughs> Becchio scored an absolute beauty for Leeds, the winner mm. against Middlesbrough. Um, ball came over from the left, and he, it was a left foot swivel volley from about fifteen oh, yards out, flew nice. in off the post. Lovely. It stuff. was a beauty. He went mental as well. <laughs> It's like he couldn't believe it himself. I'd like to mention League One. I saw um, some of the highlights. Brighton looked good. 4 0 away, was it? Yeah. Away at Charlton. Yeah. They looked really good. Fine, and yeah. Le- and y- y- your man Loire Loire, who we mentioned. Yeah. Kazenga um, Loire Loire. Yeah. yeah, he scored a lovely goal. They're trying yeah. to keep him, aren't they? But I'd they, imagine they, against his will. They can't keep him. <laughs> <laughs> we need him back. He needs to go to Newcastle. Um, uh, there's been some wonderful score lines, big score lines. Yeah, in the big scores are back. We've said it before. <laughs> well, they certainly are, James. Like the tweeties again. The Peterborough one. Peterborough five. Funny for big scores. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when he does that. Yeah. Um, uh, Peterborough five. Swindon four. Yeah, that is what you talk. And, and the winner was in the 93rd minute. On goal. Yeah, on goal as well. On goal in the 93rd minute. Wonderful. It was three all at half time. What, yeah, a game. what a game at London Road <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> superb yeah. yeah Love that yeah. Love it all Pop bang lovely um, mm. we, we touched on it briefly um, When we were talking about Rooney But uh, England Montenegro Pete and I were there Oh, yeah. yeah, courtesy of Umbro, very kind of them. Thank you yes. very much. Yeah. Oh, we had a lovely time. Jim, they've changed. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> we didn't know anything about it. No. We, we, were, were, we were there in our Hummel tracksuits. Yeah. <laughs> we were so busy keeping it real, yeah. we must not have been listening. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, the tracksuits available. My <laughs> word, my word, it was decadent. Other <laughs> yeah. well, tracksuits are available, namely Umbro ones. Swans <laughs> after, after, that, after that little performance, Swans blood on. milkshake. It, <laughs> it was decadent. They put on a sort of uh, a, a Jim Rosenthal, uh, Matt Letizier, uh, who else was there? Gary Gary Pallister. You know what? I, was looking, I was looking at the He was looking at Gary Pallister for ages gone, who is that? Well, man? He's got quite a no, fat. He's got so fat. <laughs> yeah. So fat. Bad. It was Swan's blood in the FA in the Wembley Club. Club Pete, Wembley Pete went, that's Gary Pallister. And I was like, and I looked again and I was like, 
I think you're right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but that used to be Gary. <laughs> but he's eaten someone else. Yeah, he's eaten Steve Bruce. It was, it was weird seeing Jim Rosenthal up, up close and personal. Oh. We were right next to him. Does he look like Satan? Like he, looks, he looks even more like Satan. Fortunately, I had my Bible on me, so we were all right. <laughs> when I went to Wembley... I said, don't worry, I'll sort him out. When I had that, um, <laughs> and they had the little speech before the dinner, yeah. um, it, was, um, it was Mark Bright and Andy Cole, and it was Jake Humphreys presenting. Similar yeah. sort of thing, but Mark Bright had forgotten his shoes. He had a pair of trainers <laughs> on. With a oh suit with a pair of trainers on. <laughs> they're really odd. You know, it's the, they're on the stage, aren't they? So it's like yeah. eye levels. Everyone yeah. can see these trainers, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was, it, it, that must be a bit... That was a good money owner. As a corporate. Oh, he talks and massive. talks and talks, Mark Bright. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He, he was so about, through the whole of the first He's about three seats down from me. First half, he wouldn't stop talking about... Um, oh, Palace or something. The second the half, golf, he, he wouldn't stop talking about golf. Yeah. Andy Cole was just sitting there like... You know that, that famous interview of Andy Cole when they ask him a question? I think fantasy football did it. It looked like he had been turned off. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like that the whole time. He often looks like that. <laughs> Andrew Cole does. Mm. Um, right then, let's uh, back into current affairs. Primera Liga. Mm. Uh, you always call it Primera Liga, but it's just called La Liga now, isn't it? No, but it's the Primera Liga. First, first La Liga. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fair enough. Is that okay? Yeah, 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 is yeah, La Liga yeah. the nickname, is it? The League. Call it the Spanish League. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Spain. Please Barcelona 2 Valencia 1 it was 1-0 at half time to Valencia could have been 2 should have been 2 Valdez yeah. saved one with his face didn't he it was uh, hand and hand face hand to face yeah it was well, Pablo he scored the first one wasn't it that's right yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you watch the game <laughs> I saw yeah, bits and pieces second yeah. half it was relentless just beautiful it was yeah. like the whole of the new cam just went right yeah. we're not having <laughs> how <this>. dare you <laughs> yeah, it really was yeah. like the whole just thing just totally changed well, yeah. Iniesta was just a monster wasn't yeah, it? one of the things I noticed about Iniesta's goal he scored it in like the 47th minute and he got the ball now so yeah, yeah. it back to the half yeah well over. that was the intention you've that, got ages yeah no <laughs> <laughs> urgency but uh, Xavi it's the England to him yeah <laughs> the England, England if there's words. one thing Iniesta has learnt from England <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. it's uh, technical ability yeah. but um, uh, Xavi with two assists what a cross for Piol's goal yeah mm. I'm a bit of a fan of the Piol header because yeah. he's a very short ball. man isn't he Piol he yeah. just looks like he should be but he's about five, five, nine, five times yeah, that's quite short for a footballer he's got a barrel chest yeah. Yeah. he's got a barrel chest yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a big he, fan of Piol I'm really like man. Yeah, yes. there's a bullet head he wh- like he whipped his hair to whip it in <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they should have scored a few more but Danny Alves was just Pillaging his way. Did you when I saw, when I saw, bring it back to the Premiership a little bit? When I saw the, Silver, Silver, oh, that Silver's goal, yeah, yeah, in and out. Andy yeah. Gray was loving that. Yeah, yeah. No, he, he did his normal like player mind reading thing, but for about five minutes, <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable. I'm yeah. stopping it. I'm shooting. No, I'm not. I'm stopping. I'm, I'm curling in. I'm scored. Oh yeah. I'm, oh, I'm meant to score as well. <laughs> and I never intended to mess and I didn't. <laughs> and Carlos Tevez comes up and said, "You scored, son." And he goes, "I know I have. <laughs> I meant to do it, Carlos. I know you did. I know you know because I was there." <laughs> I'm showering I'm, I'm going home <laughs> I've confounded expectations again I'm sleeping I wish uh, I could stop this <laughs> Richie Keys going But I will man We've got to stop We've got to go <laughs> Show's finished uh, is that the final thought? Is it? Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, back to Spain. Back to, and, um, back so to Spain. Andy Gray's last word. I'm a massive ball bag. <laughs> Andy Gray's moment of clarity. <laughs> Everyone thinks I'm a ball bag. 
Oh, God, it's oh. descended into immaturity. But I like it. Oh, Ball bags aside, um, back oh, in La Liga. Are they? Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'll follow, I'll follow it's just the way I'm sitting. Uh, Real beat uh, Malaga 4 <laughs> they, they really did beat them as well. <laughs> yeah. like, in a quite savage manner. <laughs> Cristiano Ronaldo, top scorer so far in the, uh, in the Liga. Is he? Yeah, he, mm. he looks. Um, he's uh, he's mo- he mo- one for the future, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what else he's absolutely banging him in uh, is uh, Nilmar of VRAR. Oh, yeah, decent. They're doing well. If they win their game in hand, do they go top or joint top or something? I, I think they go top, then. Yeah. yeah, but it's, it's looking pretty tight. I love Villarreal. They haven't got yeah. my Spanish team. It's, it's so a tiny place, yeah. isn't it? It's 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 crazy. It's like a little village having a sort of top flight Robert, side. Because Perez, pl- he still still plays, yeah. doesn't he? Perez? No, Perez is, is training with Arsenal at the moment because he's left Villarreal. Oh, he's or left Villarreal, Sorry. When he first went there, he was trying to get Super Soul Campbell out there. Yeah, that's right. He basically said, "Come out and enjoy your football." I think was his words. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just superb. Do a bit of acting on the side if you yeah. want. Um, the local drama society. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's right. Uh, Ika Casillas. Real Madrid goalkeeper of course said um, he was talking about Barcelona he's basically not having it he said this is the best Barca in history and they've been in fashion but this is just a passing fad well they're the best in history and it's a passing fad (laughs) (laughs) it's Um, almost like what he's done is he's made a compliment and he realised he's not supposed to do that so he's trying to backtrack really (laughs) but it's just a fad sniffy comment yeah Yeah. it's odd isn't it bearing in mind that that a lot of those players helped you get a World Cup winner's medal (laughs) (laughs) I could watch Barcelona all day but I'm busy so I can't (laughs) busy down Iker Grove where I live with Pete very good James it makes no sense I just wanted to say it well no it sounds a bit like biker Indeed. Um, <laughs> I think that's the reason why you said it. Um, right, let's go to Serie A. Mm. Milan won 3 1 at Kiev. I hope this is Milan get going now. Pato looks. Um, not doing too bad. No, 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 but they had a bit of a sloppy start. Rubinho yeah. scored a nice goal. There's always a lot of criticism because he's a lazy shit. You said he was well. a team player. Well, Rupert for Fry- which team I don't know Rupert Fryer did a, um, a blog for us on the footballround.com where he said it's th- and the title of the blog was it's time for Robinho to shine at club level yeah, yeah. and he scored so yeah so he's, he's, he's reading face Fryer he read <laughs> well no he's, he's, Robinho's obviously reading the site yeah, yeah. like a lot of people are the, uh, <laughs> there was a great bit I'm going I'm to stick on Ramble Tube there was this grotesque drag back from uh, from, from Ronaldinho he did this glorious sort of drag back but like through someone's legs he dragged it back through and dummied someone at the same time I've got to see it I've got, got to see it, it. Course, for, is it for over 18 he, only he's back everyone <laughs> he? yeah, he's been back a couple time. of times hasn't he? <laughs> yeah yeah there's another one we could have had at the start with a dip of form yeah, yeah. there you go yeah. but you know um, a late honourable mention Fiorentino rock bottom I, mean, I know you don't like to see I that, don't that. Don't I don't like to see that. that at least their manager is the most racist man in football and he's getting punished Mihailovic it's Mihailovic yeah awful man let's, yeah. let's not shy away from that spitty awful racist man yeah and they're bottom yeah, yeah. Uh, into one, one nil at Calgary. Let's keep on the racist theme. Um, Etu got was subject to a lot of racist abuse. Mm, Terrible. Yeah. The referee Stop. nearly stopped the. Well, he he stopped the game for a few minutes and he nearly abandoned well, the match. I think the it the was right good to see. It was good great. to see. But, and that's even if he didn't fully abandon what it, it's just it? to, to, to acknowledge it at all, which yeah. so many don't. That's right. And yeah. what was even Especially better so. that Eto got the only goal of the oh, game? What a goal it was as well! Did <laughs> you see it? He, Absolutely oh. superb, <laughs> wonderful. But, uh, dare I say the best striker in the world at the moment? You, we've, you have. Oh. So you want? 
Okay, we'll edit it out, Pete, in case he <laughs> has a sudden fall from grace. Um, <laughs> David V has just fallen off his chair. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll pick him up then. Just, um, uh, just um, become the top scoring Spanish player in international level in history. Mm. And all the talk over here is for Samuel Eto'o. Well, he doesn't. He isn't Spanish. That's <laughs> a good point. Yeah. <laughs> He's never going to win that. <laughs> and Eto performed very well in Spain. So thank you very much for proving my point. Uh, Casano, um, <laughs> yeah, we talking about Fiorentina. He got the winner against Fiorentina for Sampdoria. He's got a few goals already this season. We've got to mention every time he does something. Does anything? anything. Marcus Antonio Casano got out of bed today. Yeah. <laughs> Madness in suit. Which actually is an improvement. Yeah. <laughs> One thing to, you've got you you simply must mention is the fact that Lazio are top and Hernanes is uh, playing well for Lazio because um, we've. We've largely ignored him since he's moved to Well, because we, we did say that he when he moved to Lazio, we almost thought it was a bit of a shame, actually, that he went there. But yeah. he's a, a superb player. Should have more um, international caps, really, for my Dunga was funny about him. Dunga was trying to set him up with a move to Milan all the time. Right. And when he was playing in Brazil, he wasn't picking him. I think because he wants to ultra-defensive and stuff as well, yeah. I think. Brilliant player. Um, Alessandro Del Piero, he scored against Lecce in a 4 0 win for Juventus. But not just any goal. It was the goal that brought him level with Juventus' all-time leading goal scorer, uh, Guillaume Pieri, uh, Bonnie Perti. Yeah, uh, 178 Serie A goals. And uh, Bonnie Perti said, "I am not a liar, and I will tell you straight away that it annoyed me a bit. <laughs> <laughs> but the fact that it is you, Del Piero, of course, um, that I have known you since you were a little boy, and I brought you uh, to Juventus gives me satisfaction." Oh, yeah. Thank you, credit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's the thing the most Gallagher gave him a cause I was like yeah, well done pal yeah. Yeah, that's different. effectively I brought, you in, I brought you into the world I'll take you out of it so yeah. threat yeah. <laughs> could he be one of the most Italian men of all time <laughs> I'm predicting a, um, when, when Del, P- Del Piero does break the record which he will um, I am predicting a, uh, a bit of writing on, on a shirt under a you reckon? Yeah, I, think mm. probably will, I just yeah. feel sorry for his knees, Del Piero. Yeah. Well, you're a man who has knee trouble yourself. That's I do, why. yeah, yeah. So you can relate to it. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm from a family of bad knees. But Pete's only on 172 goals for the Rams. Yeah, <laughs> <that's brilliant. laughs> well, there's a lot in common. Dodgy knees, devilishly handsome, bang the goals in, play this little Oh, and side Friends with Noel Gallagher. <laughs> Friends with Noel Gallagher. <laughs> yeah. uh, would you like a Zlatan update? Yeah, Obviously. Right. Um, apparently, he's, uh, this is um, in anticipation for the game against Real Madrid, which will have been played by the time this comes out. Can I get in the Zlatan? Zeppelin before yeah if you wouldn't mind <laughs> I'm in the Zlatan Zeppelin okay <laughs> I'm trying to have a but thing it, but he would I don't have a thing but he's got a thing I haven't got a thing <laughs> well, you'll get a thing um, <laughs> it would be a Zeppelin because he, he would want to look down on everybody yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. Yeah. Um, but he said with regards to training he said I'm working really hard in training and I'm I'm coming in every day yeah, and I, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm definitely there yeah. I'm, I'm working really hard in training and I'm killing myself and my team if they win, then I win too. It's just, it's just so good. <laughs> just dawns on it, but that's where it works. Sorry, uh, Zan, I've been his manager. I've been saying that for ages. <laughs> if you win, we all win. And we all win if you win. Fellas, so I, why, why I, I don't care. Where am I in the league? Where am I personally? It doesn't work like Oh, where are you going? Yeah, Every yeah. time I go and play football, there are ten other people on my head. Yeah. It's the same as me. Is that what they have to do to him when he turns yeah. up to me? We're going to call you AC Milan okay and that's you in the league yeah, we know that you're Zlatan <laughs> yes we know you've got a mate who's a builder we've met him he's, yeah, he's, <laughs> his he's son's fine. over there kicking around with the reserve <laughs> yeah. um, also though he had yet another dig at Guardiola he just will <laughs> not let this go he said Guardiola wants to appear perfect uh, appear perfect in public Tiger Woods is the same but no one is perfect <laughs> yeah. why bring that in yeah. that's a lauded comment yeah. Yeah. why is he to pick 
picking on Woods. Odd. Dear, oh dear. So yeah, that kind of concludes the Serie A roundup. And what a roundup it was. I think we can agree that we've definitely put the most important issues to bed there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I get um, the Zlatan Zeppelin yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the humanity. Yeah. <laughs> come down, Pete, come down. Um, Bundesliga time. Um, Borussia Dortmund, good to see them on top of the league with Mainz after a 2-0 uh, 2-1 joint top win. aren't they yeah they're oh, yeah. joint top yeah uh, away to Cologne hmm. where they make the aftershave um, one of the things that's annoying me about German football at the moment uh, do you remember a player called uh, Theophanes Gekas played yeah. at Pompey couldn't, couldn't buy a start for Pompey <laughs> top scorer in the Bundesliga <laughs> yeah. Eintracht Frankfurt top scorer yeah, I d- yeah. I d- I what was happening at Fratton Park well when, when Mascherano <laughs> came on for Barcelona I said wasn't that that lad who struggled to get in the West Ham <laughs> <laughs> um, bitey man well, H- yeah. Hayden Mullins was keeping him out also at Pompey <laughs> <laughs> he scored at the weekend so I let him off yeah. but I mean that's outrageous who are Pompey scouts yeah exactly <laughs> get rid of them um, maybe they're actual scouts it was so poor <laughs> Right. <laughs> we just got some children in. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, <laughs> uh, when's the last time I asked them once a week? Oh, <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'm simmering. That, here. that was oh. a Ferrari turning a corner over a puddle. Was Latan in it? Yeah. Latan <laughs> zebra crossing. Because <laughs> he, he crosses people all the yeah. time. He does. Yeah. I've rescued that. I don't care what you say. Yeah. Carry on. And he's very black. That's very black dance. Yeah. I don't care what you say. Conscience. <laughs> very black. Yeah. Um, I'm going to press on with saying that uh, Cologne, uh, Stuttgart, are bottom of Bundesliga with with four points from eight games. Four points from eight games. They need Mad Yen's back in there. Mm. And Cologne and Schalke are just above them on five points. Incredible scenes great, in the Bundesliga, James. St. Pauli, St. Pauli beat Nuremberg 3-2 and they're up to six. That is brilliant. Yeah, Wayne Rooney's going to St. Pauli. I saw him outside the training ground <laughs> <like> yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I saw him on the chair to the did. sausage tread. <laughs> yeah, with, with now, Kenny Pavey. <laughs> have you heard, gentlemen, that uh, a representative of one of the big wigs of St. Pauli was having a little walk around Fulham and there's little talk between the clubs that they might have a little, uh, you know, like have players in between Fulham players going on long, loan to some feeder club. Yeah, mm. Fulham and St. Pauli. Would it be a feeder club? Because they're both quite, they're both top. Yeah, no, though. that's that's an odd just link a, up. Just a mutual, mutually beneficial relationship. Yeah, yeah. two lovely clubs, and uh, I think we're all. Does that mean Fulham will get a sausage train? It, 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 it would be a pan-European sausage train. <laughs> <laughs> they'll, start, they'll start in Fulham. Would that be great though? <laughs> go down the channel, which yeah. nobody uses that word anyway. No, that's no. um, right. Channel. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, also uh, just a quick update on uh, McLaren's Wolfsburg. They lost three-two to Leverkusen. They were two-nil up with twenty minutes to go, but they're twelfth. Well, McLaren had one of the, as we said before, one of the quotes of the season for me. Uh, something like, "This was much harder than I thought it would be." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it's yeah. still proven to be, isn't it? Yeah. Um, uh, right. Uh, while we've been talking, uh, Luke's buggered off. To that famous corner again. Oh, I had no idea this was coming up. That's why I, I shouldn't have added in the uh, the Zeppelin. Sorry, apologies, well, Luke. Over there in Diego Corner. I, I don't feel threatened by your puny, <laughs> by your puny Zeppelin. When you when you think about who it's named after, you probably should. <laughs> yeah, very true. true. Yeah, yeah. Here I am in Diego Corner. It's been a while. Yeah, blowing, blowing the dust oh, off. Can you yeah. call a floor? To the think so. <laughs> <laughs> do people care about it? Yes, they do. <laughs> Three hundred and fifty fans on Facebook. So how many for your Zeppelin? I that was well, I'm going to start a forum. I'm going to start a, a link on our forum. Do you know what? It, it will start as well now. The most important thing is I'm in Diego Corner and I'm bringing you some Diego news. Read it, damn you. Come on. <laughs> um, football great Diego Maradona oh, yeah. has led Argentina to a 9-8 victory over Uruguay <laughs> at an exhibition game in honour of, of former player Fernando Caceres. Oh, Amazing. Yes. 
Fernando Caceres is um, is actually in a really bad way. He's an ex River Plate. He is. Yeah, he got he got shot in the head in a carjacking. He's only forty one. Oh, I saw because uh, I saw highlights of the game and I saw and I saw um, Caceres there and he's in a wheelchair and he's undergoing therapy. So Maradona. As we've said, you know, we do like to rip it out of Maradona here and there, but he does do a lot of charity work. Especially a river, an ex-river player, considering oh, yeah. Maradona was Absolutely. Absolutely right, yeah, yeah. Well, no, because no, um, Caceres has played for Boca as well. Oh, he has played he? both, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, yes, yeah, so they won 9-8. Um, it's a good win. Maradona scored the first goal. Did this happen in League 2? <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, should have done. It's a bit of a beauty as well. And uh, I, watched, I watched the game. I watched like, well, extended highlights of the game. It wasn't a 4-11-a-side game. It was indoors. <laughs> I was going to say, if you and, uh, watched the game, that was a dodgy and, feed, wasn't it? <laughs> yes, Maradona fans, I can confirm he was wearing a number 10 shirt. Yes. <laughs> and he was all left foot, as usual. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it's amazing. Are you slagging his feet? Um, I am slagging his right foot, specifically. Oh. Yeah, yeah, he never seems to use But unfortunately... Um, Claudio Canigia couldn't play, oh. which would have been nice. But um, yeah, all all, um, all best wishes to, to Caceres because I think he's still got the bullet stuck <coughs> in his head and he's <coughs> and he's blind in one eye. Oh. So um, hopefully, uh, Diego went sort of some way towards um, making him feel up. better. Yeah. Hmm. Nice one. Is that it? That's it. Well, lock up and come back. We'll be back in a minute. <laughs> there we go. Uh, right. While well, Luke makes his way back over to the um, table of joy, uh, Sepp Blatter was in the press recently because he was over in England mm. in the country where we all live and he said that the this was of course to see England's bid for the World Cup and he said your bid has impressed me personally that shouldn't be important no <laughs> carry on make your next point <laughs> sure yeah superfluous per- word thank yeah. you James. are we going to build the train systems and the under mass transit stuff no we need to impress Sepp Blatter personally <laughs> <laughs> I, I heard the other day so, someone told me and someone who was learned in the world of football told me that Sepp Blatter's ultimate ambition is to win the Nobel Peace Prize yeah I'm, and I'm sure of that and his yeah. plan to do that is to get North and South Korea to host a joint World Cup wow I'm for it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't concern you. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But, well, he's impressed me personally. He is like one step short of living we, under a volcano. Yeah. Having like a big thing that flips open. And I, 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 I yeah, just like impress him personally. Right, don't bother planning anything. Just bring in a magician. Yeah. Bring in yeah. a magician. Yeah. Maybe that's what they did. No, some women in suspenders. <laughs> yeah. Made of got food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> made of lobsters. <laughs> made of longer things. But he, um... But we listed some of the, um... What, what would it be titles that he's got from oh, yeah, countries yeah, yeah. sort of this empire and this he prize, no, this. prize no he doesn't but oh my goodness it's incredible so yeah it wouldn't be surprising me if he's after that mm. but it, that's a little bit short sighted because they famously don't get on I mean what are the chances of getting that's happening <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. north and south yeah. Um, yeah so he said England can organise the World Cup that's not a problem so I'd imagine that would score brownie points for yeah. a bid if you want to organise it it's not on the list it. it's not on the list <laughs> <laughs> I, if I, that's the criteria the brownies aren't involved yeah. yeah. He also <laughs> said that um, he praised. <laughs> he pra- <laughs> Come on. He praised England's uh, efforts to tackle the hooliganism problem. The hooligan problem, sorry. Uh, that was so evident, of course, in the 80s and a little bit in the 90s. And, and he was very impressed with the stadia. So the, the 2018 bids are. I think we've pretty much got. It's, it's going to be in Europe. England we've, have pulled yeah. out of the 2022 one already. Well, that's yes. right. And, and the states have pulled out of the 2018 one. So it's just left um, with Europe. Belgium and, and Netherlands with a joint one. England, Portugal, and Spain with a joint one. And Russia. Mm. I think Russia is second favourite. Yeah, England favorites. and Russia are the joint are the favourites. You think Spain and Portugal would be a very attractive proposition as well, though? Because yeah. the stadiums all there. That's yeah. a big space, though, isn't it? Belgium. Oh, I, I think any of those. The, the only one that is. 
a bit more of an unknown quantity is Russia because Belgium and Netherlands hosted Euro 2000 mm. successfully and, and as you say the other ones but the thing is Portugal and Spain it is but I mean don't forget the Euros in 2012 Poland and Ukraine that yeah, Ukraine is yeah. massive well look yeah. at the size of South Africa well, yeah, absolutely right. Yeah, and Brazil, yeah, of course. Right. So, I mean, that, yeah. that'll probably be fine. Yeah, and then the 2022 bids are uh, around the world: Australia, Japan, um, Qatar, South Korea. Not with North Korea, sadly, mm. and the United <laughs> States. Now, the Jap- Japanese bid is is quite an interesting one for the 2000. Is it mental? 22 oh, World didn't, Cup. Didn't they not send anyone? Didn't they get American people to do the presentation? Or I hope so. Yeah, I think they got loads of Americans to do the presentation. There was like no Japanese people <laughs> in the video. <laughs> Sorry about that. I might be wrong, but I'm sure I read something like that. Well. It, it, in their bid for the 2022 World Cup, it is proposing to shoot um, all of um, the games in 3D and then beam them um, directly hol- into people's eyes, ho- <laughs> souls, <laughs> holographically onto 400 pitches around the world. But it's not that impressive. That is insane. No, it's it's, it's going to be 2022 by then. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. So you get back in time. You get Pele to play. Space it's cars. impressive now. I don't care what you say. Yeah, saying. fair enough. So, um, just they're gonna. Be, gonna whoa, whoa, whoa. So right, the whole point of hosting it in one place is that right, the Japanese <laughs> have got it, but they're gonna they're gonna be around, they're gonna around the world. It. It's the world world the world Cup. World yeah. Cup. What's wrong with that? Wow. One of the good things about the 2022 World Cup, set up will almost certainly be dead. <laughs> <laughs> Gets my vote. Yeah, well, yeah. at the end of the tunnel, I think we can say that. <laughs> um, speaking of which, we can't mention all this without saying that there has been um, corruption claims. <laughs> Uh, FIFA. Two of the members have been trying to sell their votes allegedly. What they should mm. do is say when there's not corruption. Yeah, yeah. that would be a lot. Less. Save everyone's time. Yeah, <laughs> news feeds would be, be yeah. a bit more relaxed yeah. in general. I was um, when I was looking at this story, I stumbled across something which um, described the FIFA headquarters in Switzerland, and it's a new building that was um, unveiled in 2007, cost 99 million pounds. And Why not go for the hundred? Yeah, <laughs> round it up. Get put a nice toilet in or something. <laughs> I think set if you're going to siphon, you know, <laughs> yeah. round up. I think set pocketed allegedly. Yeah. Um, now the outside is is mostly made of glass, and I kid you not, Set Blatter said this. He wanted that to be the case because it would, his words, allow light to shine through the building and create the transparency we all stand for. Oh my god! A metaphor's not going to do it. No. <laughs> you know that like when they say there's only been two. In the world, when there's been peace since World War Two, so yeah. since 1945, there's only been two days total yeah. where there's been world peace. That's not the same with. There's, there's only been like two days ever where no one in FIFA's allegedly taken a bung. What, if, what if you <laughs> stick allegedly in there? Yeah. Such a strong statement. Allegedly, yeah. Yeah. The, uh, if anyone ever does what, a biography of us, it will be allegedly <laughs> football ramble story. The title. What if you? What if you sort of um, have to? You get something on your shirt and you got to change your shirt and everything's glass. You'd be yeah. screwed then, everyone would see your tops. Yeah, yeah well, like topless. Yeah. Well, well, he does no, like his, his ladies in their tiny shorts, <laughs> yes. doesn't he? So that's probably uh, part of the thinking. However, I think the transparency only exists on certain levels because the building also includes five underground levels. Right. Five <laughs> underground. Five. How much? Is that where they do their actual work? Yeah, clearly. Lair. It's just a lair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah um, five underground levels. That's like a video game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A fitness centre. That's empty. Fitness <laughs> um, centre. Yeah. A, a med- fit and proper person centre. Yeah, the fitness <laughs> 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 a meditation room. God. Geographically themed. I will win the Nobel Prize. <laughs> Delusion room would be <laughs> yeah, more yeah. appropriate. Geographically themed parks. A full-sized international football pitch. Underground. Um, There's no need for it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Do you know what? That is... Whoa, whoa, whoa. So what's it made of? This is under the ground. Yeah. Skin. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, he said that uh, it's, it's more than a building um, to be shown. It is like a home where people can meet, talk, rest, and retreat in silence and contemplation. No, it isn't, because only you and your dodgy mates go in yeah. there. Yeah. More than a building. <laughs> I, that simply had to be um, brought to uh, the masses' attention. Really Andrew Jennings talks about how that's the most amazing like, opulent building on the shores of yeah, Lake Geneva and stuff yeah. Andrew Jennings is a constant thorn in Blatter's side of and, and Warner's yeah, yeah oh mess it I love Warner the guy. And, he, and he's a real sort of quintessential trash. lovely um, old English you. gent yeah he is yeah, he's, nice Jennings. Guy, yeah. he goes about his business beautifully and, uh, but he's on a crusade though isn't he oh, yeah. And, yeah. And I, it's consumed him he's like Gollum I'm with him I'm with him <laughs> I'm with him um, I've got an email does anyone want to oh. hear it Far away, old sport. Around before the hell? Hell? Uh, Gents, on the back of the image of Roy Keane wandering about with a Labrador impaled on his arm like some sort of ultra-demonic rod hole that you've stuck in my head, I thought I'd share with you uh, how <laughs> said canine's it? fake death was reported by the Irish media. Wandering down to the, to the shop for a morning coffee recently, I was running my eyes across the front of the tabloids in standard doesn't count if I don't pay for it fashion, when the headline in the Irish Sun, cunningly titled sister paper of The Sun, jumped out at me. Trix is dead! It screamed. Keane O'Morn's beloved pet it wailed with giant accompanying picture of the uh, of the T-1000 himself walking <laughs> the unfortunate animal standard eight word paragraph in the obligatory steep pages 2, 3, 4, 5 46 and 47 um, <laughs> they've got nothing on yeah they really really haven't bringing you the news that matters keep up the great work that's uh, Keenan Brennan I think that's pronounced Keenan it's too Irish for me to understand yeah. you know oh, who you are you. Yeah. Thank we you, literally got one email about that <laughs> oh good little mm. update there uh, from the country of Ireland. Um, yes, look. Do you want to do forum topic of the week? Yeah, that's an idea. Yeah, you're going to do it. Yeah, right. yeah, you go ahead. Is that okay? Did you want to do it? No, well, I don't mind. You've got your corner. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Pete's got his Zeppelin. <laughs> oh, what? You have your forum. Do you want to do the forum? Am I stuck with Iker Grove now? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's all right. Didn't it's not a good plan. How, how often is that going to come up? Yeah, <laughs> and I'm in. Do the... what Pete does. Work it in. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose I'm in the FIFA Palace then. Um, right, uh, the forum topic of the week. Here we go. Um, this is the scenario. It's another scenario. Yeah. Uh, the coalition has fallen apart. Now, for those who don't know, that is the coalition government currently uh, serving our needs. Yeah. If you don't live in England, or Britain, our election Britain. essentially went to penalties. Yeah. Yeah. In Britain, of course, James. It's not important. Carry on. <laughs> um, so the coalition falls apart, and a bloody extreme turn of events uh, leads to the footballers' party gaining power. The question is, who do you put in each position looking for sort of Prime Minister, Deputy, Chancellor, Foreign Secretary, Home Secretary, um, etc., etc.? Footballers, managers, past uh, or present, dead or alive. That's it. Can I say um, spin doctor Alex Ferguson? Yeah, well, not bad. I'll, I'm going to go for a foreign... I'm going on the Malcolm Tucker theme. There. Foreign Secretary, uh, Leicester City's Wayne Brown. Voted <laughs> 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 so, so BMP, yeah. isn't it? So are you basically endorsing his views by by wanting him in charge of that? <laughs> no, I'm just saying well, he's obviously keen on foreign you'll relations. You'll be fine with your area. Look, uh, Def- defense secretary, big soul. Mm. Yeah, come yeah. on, eh? I'm yeah. trying to. I, I know he's obviously not British, but I'm trying to. Surely Sven Goran Eriksson's got a role to play. Yeah, yeah. Well, sort of head of finance. Surely he knows how to make money. That yeah. guy. Well, business secretary is Peter Story. <laughs> I, I didn't know what was happening I was just the chief exec <laughs> I was a patsy yeah. uh, For uh, Home Secretary I'd go for any Arsenal defender Because they look good behind a desk <laughs> Oh god <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> just, when you said just, earlier just about fitting deck points sex. in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Brian, Brian Kidd, deputy. PM, oh, I'll tell you so. what I'd have. Yeah, um, always deputy. Always deputy. Yeah. <laughs> Never the bride. Uh, always the bride. Well. Yeah. Um, Education, charge of education, Clark Carlisle. Oh yeah, countdown. Yeah, because you want countdown. Yeah, can I can I can I bring it down to a more sort of poignant level? You're going Prime to. Minister, Sir Bobby Robson. Yeah. Oh, come yeah, on, yeah, nice. Yes. Stick him in. That is by we need some, culture minister. <laughs> we, need, we need some whips as well. We really do. Some yeah. furious whips. Um Who's angry all the time? Duncan Ferguson, whip. <laughs> He'd be yeah. an incredible whip. David Moyes. He'd be terrible. <laughs> Moyes. Actually, Moyes yeah. would be the spin doctor. They don't literally whip. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, they would. Yeah, Moyes yeah, and Ferguson yeah. would. I misunderstood it. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I'd never appointed you now. Excellent, excellent. Well, there we go. That was the forum topic of the week. Get on, um, get on there for more of that sort of thing. The footballround.com's forum. You yeah. get a little, um, if you do that and you, and you get the one on, on the show, you get a little forum topic of the week, little tag. Yeah, yeah, oh, for the rest of the week. So well, we'll be giving away a copy of um, football manager soon in a couple of weeks. Of oh. The new one. So on the forum, oh, will we? Or, yeah, up yours, Delors. Who's to me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I might get on there. All right, I am then. I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> you could have claimed credit, but I'm doing it. It's literally the best website on the internet. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Even if you don't like football, better than Google or Twitter or Yahoo or do 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 do. Do 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 do. <laughs> Fill in while Marcus picks up some paper. Thank you very much. He did it really slowly as well. <laughs> like well he I was, wasn't, I was, he was enjoying like, the song. Just yeah. mooching around. Oh, oh, dear, the profile gods have handed me the profile. Yeah. Matt Letizia. He's, he's no, we've done him. Ambling around. Is <laughs> <laughs> it Ian Selly or something? Yeah, Ian Selly's yeah. was involved. Ridiculous scenario. You've got Profile Park. That's your area. Oh. <laughs> it's, just, it's just like it's a park with all the footballers, isn't there? All the, yeah. All the yeah. Maybe famous. it's the sort of entrance to the Dim Window Hall of Fame. You can't go in there. Are they all watching me do keep up to the middle? Quite nice. No, they're not watching you. I see the no, whole thing. because I'd embarrass myself. <laughs> it's being like a cenotaph. Yeah. And like with a door in the middle, like a. They're like not a, all dead. Like a mausoleum. Are they just doing tricks? Tra- they're doing training drills. Drill. So you've got to cater for the dead ones as well. Yeah, true. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it, nice finish, Perotio. Yeah. Right, it's profile time. And what have we got today? Well, gentlemen. We've got a derby. It's only the oldest derby in football outside of the UK. It's the Montevideo derby in from Uruguay. In from Uruguay. In from Uruguay. Is it here? Yeah. It's Penarol versus Nacional. Ooh. Good. Massive. Huge. <laughs> it is. Oldest football derby in football outside the UK. Yeah. All the way in Uruguay. Who would have thought? Mm. Who would have thought? Well, they were big players, Uruguay, back in the day. Massive players. They were leaders. For a relatively small country as well. Yeah. Maybe the, the most overachieving nation in world football. Yeah, I mean, yeah. up to. Well, like, apart from Montenegro right well. now. Yeah. <laughs> well, but they come to the semi final of the World Cup, Marcus. Lest we forget. Lest. Yeah, um, uh, that's right. The, uh, the a population of about three and a half, four million, I think. Crazy. It's yeah. less than London by some distance. Yeah, yeah. that's right. That's less than this room. That's less than like the, the tube sh- now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, right. Well, uh, the two teams, their fan base consists of around about eighty percent of the Uruguayan football yeah. fans. You know, you've got to be even-handed here. If you give even a second more to Penarol, you did Nasi now. You'd have loads of angry Uruguayans. <laughs> yeah. I know. But I'm fully aware. You put yourself under pressure. Bolt the door. Um, <laughs> They are the two most successful teams in Uruguay, of course. And you can put them in the two of the most successful teams in South American club history. Mm. Um, they, they share over 80 Uruguayan league titles, 
eight copper Libertadores um, with uh, Penarol with five and Nacional with three and six world title championships uh, between them three each and what I like about this the derby is always played at the Centario Stadium which is not um, their home ground yeah it's like a special one and with oh, a wow, that's cool. capacity of, of about 70,000 it's like when Arsenal had that really uh, successful run playing their Champions League game <laughs> 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 That's right. Uh, well, let's a little bit a brief a background on each club. Penarol um, were originally founded um, in the 18th of September 1891. Lime, oh, it's yeah, a tricky lime. one. It's a tricky 76 one. years before the summer last. If that's right, well done. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they were first known as the Central Uruguayan Railway Cricket Club. Sounds like a band I'd hate. <laughs> <laughs> Can't play cricket on a train. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can do a fastball, maybe. Yeah. It's damaging, yeah. Yeah, not much scope for fielding, really. No, not really. <laughs> you can do a fastball. I see you're a cricket expert. <laughs> <laughs> Four. Yeah. That's why I've been thrown on the GNER on more than one occasion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Right. Well, they were, of course, that they were created by English engineers working for the uh, the rail company. There, but the uh, Penarol are the oldest football team in Uruguay, as they were formed in, of course, eighteen ninety one. They were the footballing element of mm. that club, um, and the name Penarol was taken from um, a little uh, neighbourhood village on the outskirts of Montevideo. But the funny thing is, it was um, a, 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 an important um, agriculturalist, uh, Pedro. Uh, Pignarolo whose mispronounced surname gave the area and the club its name Penarol yeah which is quite funny really just a a little 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 silly one like that and it's Mm. it's still there and the club's colours black and yellow were taken from the colours of the country's railway signs at the time so a rail theme there Uh, and Nacional they are the oldest Uruguayan football club because um as we say, uh, Penarol weren't a football Exclusively club. Football exactly, game, yeah. Um, and they were the first indigenous Latin American football club as well. And they were founded uh, on the 14th of May, 1899. 68 years before the <laughs> That was a bit easy, that one. Quick, yeah. <laughs> um, and they, uh, they came about with two university institutions uh, joining together. Um, and they get their colours from... Uh, it was in honour of a flag carried by a national hero. Um, who defended the liberty of the nation. Now, they won three league titles from 1902 to 1904. This is Uruguay. You're going back some distance. Yeah, here, you yeah, know. Yeah. Um, twice in that time, going through the season unbeaten, which wow. is an incredible achievement. They uh, Their early history featured... Uh, they did a lot of touring. There's a lot of that going on back then, really. Yeah. That's right, yeah. tours happening. And uh, there was one tour, for example, in 1925 which saw the club travel uh, to nine different European countries over a period of 153 days. And, you know, flights weren't exactly <laughs> no. easy to come by then. Right, so, they, so they toured for, for that long, and they, the 38-match programme, 26 wins, 7 draws, 5 defeats, 130 goals scored, 30 conceded. And that's nine different... Euro- they basically turned up to Europe and hammered everybody. You're loving that. <laughs> <laughs> that's great stuff. No, amazing. Right. Um, but, of course, it didn't take long for the rivalry between these two sides, uh, Penarol and Nacional, to develop. So, as I said, in 1902 to 1904, a Nacional twice went unbeaten. And you're thinking, that's impressive. Mm. Penarol. In 1905, they set an incredible record. Finished the league season without dropping a single point or conceding a single goal. What? <laughs> <laughs> that can't have happened. 
basically, anything you could do, we could have it. Much, much, you literally can't beat that. That is incredible. <laughs> the only way you could beat that is by scoring one more goal than me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or, or never being offside. Like, just yeah. oh, more God. corners. You're going to have corners, wouldn't yeah. I'd love to see the goal scored that season. That is unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, the first game between the two was when Penarol was still um, known as the, uh, the, the what was it the Central Uruguayan Railway Cricket yeah. Club sorry um, the, the Kirk um, <laughs> they, they beat Nacional 2-0 on the 15th was, um, of September the captain of the team Captain Kirk <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know where the door is. Yeah, cheapened it there. Sorry about that. They beat them two 0 on the fifteenth of September, nineteen hundred. <laughs> right on the dot. Um, Sixty-seven years. Right. Um, but but when they had the name Penarol and they the first time Penarol and Nacional as they are known now, uh, the first game was in nineteen thirteen. However, before before that, they'd already played each other over fifty times. God, you wow. know, is it not the case that Nacional came from Penarol? In some way, did did one club not spawn the other? No, doesn't. I, I don't think that's so. something I thought was true. I, I may be wrong. Well, maybe some players were involved. Yeah. in you know, it wouldn't it wouldn't be surprising at all. But the thing is, based on like the amount of games they've played against each other, mm. and based on the percentage of the population who watched the games, yeah, it's it's one of the biggest derbies in the world. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, well, let's go through some of the, the past derby highlights. You have um, uh, this one was <laughs> was quite something. This was in May uh, nineteen thirty four, and they, this was um, in the final of the the Copa Uruguay mm. so the Copa Uruguay of course uh, the score was at nil nil, and Penarol <clears throat> had the ball and an overhit cross went out of play however there was a, a national physio was by the side of the pitch the ball rebounded back into play off the medical bag being carried by the physio Penarol scored from the resulting move <laughs> and uh, obviously there was huge protests the goal was eventually disallowed. Yeah. So this ball like hit someone out of play, <laughs> and the referee like just <laughs> continued to play on. And so um, the, 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 the goal was disallowed. This was not before two of Nationale's players had been sent off. What protest? Yeah. So it, it, those players shouldn't have been sent but off. If you protest and it gets overturned, surely you, you don't get yeah. sent off. Surely it can, you can come back. Not in 1930s Uruguay. No. Um, <laughs> You're always saying that. <laughs> and I've said it again. <laughs> Um, would have been like we're in my park, so you um, would have uh, won the World Cup. There, the four years earlier. Yeah. Um, so the match couldn't. Uh, then the match couldn't be completed due to fading light. So this was in May. The match didn't. So they started a fire. The, ga- yeah, <laughs> the game didn't resume until late August. What? <laughs> and then national. Everyone have to stand in the same position. <laughs> they're in when you the other, the team just have other things on. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do July's out. I'm so busy. <laughs> We're all on a holiday. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ian Holloway needs to shut up. <laughs> Imagine the injustice. Yeah. yeah. National. Bearing in mind they were down a couple of players. Managed to hold on, and then in a playoff, they Nacional won three two in a, in a replay. So in, incredible scenes. Um, the biggest uh, margin, winning margin in one of these derbies was when Nacional in 1941 beat Penarol six nil. And also, um, uh, I think that their second team also beat their the two uh, reserve teams or B sides. Uh, Nacional's side also beat 
Penarol's second side, 4 0. So it goes down in folklore as El Dia del uh, Diez Zero, which is the day of 10 0. That's a bit dubious. But Penarol supporters apparently still sing about their 7 3 triumph back in 1911. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's, it's an old so it's, like, it's like Larry David. It's, like <laughs> yeah. it's amazing. Um, we, in 1949, there, there, I suppose you. you you could maybe call this a half derby. Uh, Penarol were comfortably leading 2 0 at half time. And Nacional just simply refused to come out for the second half. <laughs> this is the best derby in world football. It's amazing. That <laughs> um, they call it the derby when they ran away. Oh, <laughs> what, other, what other team can you think of? They still sing yeah. about their rival team what, defeating now, he, now, he, now here's a lovely little one. Um, a little quote from uh, former Penarol Uruguayan footballer Alcides Gija. Oh yeah, ah, who yeah. scored? Um, Did you in the 1950 World Cup? Final, in the 1950 course, yeah. World Cup, he's in the Hall of Fame, and he said, uh, with regards to that day when they didn't come out, he said, "I remember it rained constantly that day, but no sooner did the referee ward us the game than the sun came out." <laughs> <laughs> didn't so, happen. <laughs> oh, that, that is absolutely mental. Yeah, yeah. So um, uh, between 73 and 71 and 73, Nacional went 16 games unbeaten against Penarol. But uh, Penarol won um, when it was the hundredth meeting of the sides, mm. and and for for teams who who keep such stringent records, that's a yeah, big yeah, deal. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, now this is a funny one. In the nineteen eighties, not that long ago, they uh, Penarol and Nacional they set up a series of eight matches which was called the Gold Cup of Greats I just think just between it, them just between them <laughs> it's like almost like a sort of a baseball world Starting series yeah. <laughs> this was kind of basically to make money yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't think the finances were t- looking too good so it's to make money and to see who was the biggest team in Uruguay I mean, can you imagine like, you, you, like United and Liverpool back in the day going yeah. right I'll tell you what we'll do we'll play eight matches yeah. you know, <laughs> best so. of three best of five yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they were played during 1985 and 1986 however Penarol won five of the first six so it was all over before it started really. <laughs> <laughs> so National went home at half time again <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right then we, we come into the 90s and uh, in 1990 um, a, one of the El Clasico derbies between uh, National and Penarol ended with um, 11 Penarol and 9 National outfield players plus a couple of substitutes collecting a grand total of 22 red cards <laughs> amazing <laughs> they hate each other yeah. Yeah. surely you've got to abandon it before it can even get to that yeah, but it's probably it's all been called off and he's still, still flapping yeah. the red card yeah. well if, that, if, if, if you think that couldn't get any worse in 2000 another one of the Classicos ended with a brawl that resulted in 9 players from both teams <laughs> spending up to a month each in prison <laughs> 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 no love lost. Remember 1911? <laughs> any pe- if we've got any listeners to put either of these two teams, email your stories. Yeah. They're going to be brilliant. Yeah. So uh, that's it. So absolutely incredible. Nationale, though, they can uh, say that they, well, they have. They, they won the first Montevideo derby played overseas, which was a three on victory in the 2005 Copa Teresa Herrera in Spain. I'm not sure why that happened, but Nationale won it. Don't question it. I wouldn't no. dream of it. I wouldn't no. dream of it. So, uh, yeah, so, just a few highlights from some past yeah. derbies over the, uh, the many, many years. Very these enjoyable. two teams. So, um, yeah, they've, uh, I mean, the games also sometimes, sadly, there's a lot of uh, trouble with the fans and a lot yeah. of writing and, and whatnot, but um, but to sum up overall, Penarol actually have the upper hand in the overall head-to-head meetings. Not by much, though. Mm. 
and um, as we said before, you know, Penarol I think have a few more league titles, not many, and uh, two more Copa Libertadores. Um, but it's a shame, really. Uruguayan football has suffered in recent years because of the exodus of talented players mm. to Europe. But even though that it's that the quality has dropped dramatically, as you said, Luke, Uruguay were one of the, the best footballing sites going years and years back. Mm. It's had a vast um, change. The atmosphere on the terraces is still red yeah. hot. You know, the, the, these fans are still there in absolutely. their thousands, and they're absolutely love it. I mean, if they're still chanting about nineteen eleven yeah. and stuff, I've seen some stuff about this derby where in the stadium something happened where the, the scoreboard fell down, and, and fans sit in it. And Martin Palermo got injured. <laughs> yeah. Well, they still use it. No, it's just a frame now, but they, people stand in it and sit in it, and it's like really? you fall off that, you you just mince me. Yeah, it's, just, <laughs> it's just incredible. Like, the people will sit anywhere, but looks of it like the, wow. there's, there's talk of like Argentinian fans climbing into the stadium once for a national game there or something like with ropes something absolutely <laughs> mental like, class isn't uh, it <laughs> my favourite fact about it is that Nacional and Penarol have played each other since there's been proper records they've played each other 432 times <laughs> They are just sick to the back. Team, <laughs> yeah, they're not though. This is yeah. the thing. Every yeah. derby is meeted. <laughs> what, a, what a brilliant derby! Amazing. Oh dear, and in they come. All they come. All of them. Yeah. Come in, into everyone. Into the, the, the biggest windows. induction ever. Ba. <laughs> yeah, look look after yourselves. <laughs> Absolutely. Ah, right. Well, that is the end of the show, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you've had a uh, lovely time. Remember the email address is podcast at thefootballramble.com and come over to the website which features fantastic blogs from many fantastic men. James or Jim is one of them, mm. believe it or not. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, that's thefootballramble.com and the forum which is enjoying um, a lot of good chat and... <laughs> That's oh, not a French cat. <laughs> no, there's very little chat about. Have chat. you got something to say? I've got, I've got lots of things to say. I think you well, probably tell it that. Down. Um, thanks to Fitzy on the forum for imagining a hilarious sitcom scenario whereby uh, Kevin Nolan's waiting to use the bathroom only to discover that Andy Carroll's used all the links Africa. Um, <laughs> thank you to Dingo at my ramble for posting a bizarre John Terry picture animated oh, really? GIF where he's crying floods of tears. Check it out if you can on the forum. It's a, yeah. a glorious piece of work. And uh, finally, I was. I was I was going to thank Umbra actually for taking us to the football but you've already said that so uh, yeah that's about it really marvellous cool thank uh, you say goodbye James oh remember PickLive of course oh yeah, yeah play some PickLive with us it's great fun the, the, the address is thefootballramble.picklive.com there it is we'll be I mean I think I'm, I'm up next aren't I Are you so least, seriously so? get involved because I'm rubbish compared yeah. to you <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we're a lot worse than Mark and yeah. <laughs> say goodbye James on GM goodbye say goodbye Pete goodbye say goodbye Luke goodbye uh, we're all off to live with uh, Kevin Nolan cheers <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, he goes, what about me then? ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hey, guys, welcome to Giggly Squad, a place where we make fun of everything, but most importantly, ourselves. I'm Paige DeSorbo. I'm Hannah Burner. Welcome to the squad. Giggly Squad started on Summer House when we were giggling during an inappropriate time. But of course, we can't be managed. So we decided to start this podcast to continue giggling. We will make fun of pop culture news. We're watching. Fashion trends. Pep talks where we give advice. Mental health moments. And games and guests. Listen to Giggly Squad on Acast or wherever you get your podcasts. 
ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.